thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Sacred Space, where sisterhood and intimate conversation ignites spiritual transformation. I am your host, Tara Jackson. You can catch a new episode of The Sacred Space every Thursday at 6 p.m. on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, as well as Google Play, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. I want to take the time out to thank the audience for your support. You can continue to support the sacred space with a monthly contribution of 99 cents per month. Supporting this podcast with that small donation will help us sustain future episodes as well as our sisterhood community. Once per month, our community donates to one family in their time of need. I want to thank you in advance for your support of the sacred space and continuing to tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. This is the sacred space. Blessing Sacred Space community. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Sacred Space, where sisterhood and intimate conversation ignites spiritual transformation. I am your host, Tara Jackson, and you guys already know when I have my tribe sisters come on an episode of the Sacred Space, I am super excited because there is no space that I know we can't go. There is no conversation that we cannot have. We are getting ready to have authentic level conversation, which I know definitely ignites spiritual transformation when you can really speak from the gut. I would like you guys to welcome one of my tribe sisters, Miss Tashi Nicole, to the show today. Tashi, how are you this afternoon, love? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. I know that it's a little bit impromptu. We didn't do a lot of preparing for it, but we have talked I would say over almost maybe a nine-month time span, we have had a lot of great conversation. And so I know that you get it. You get how important the sacred space is. You get how important self-care and self-love is, not only to you as a woman, but as a mother, as an entrepreneur. Um, so I know we can go here, especially because oh, we definitely. both from the D, baby! Oh. Yes, 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 yes. We have a different experience coming from the Midwest. And everybody does. No matter where you are from, you know that your experience is different from someone who was on the West Coast or the East Coast. I hope no one can hear baby Malik Holler in the background. And I hope my oldest son is going to get him so that we can continue this conversation, baby. Um, so what I want to start off with is tell our guests who you are, what is it that you do, what types of products and services do you offer, who is Tashi Nicole? Okay, well, first off, I want to thank you for allowing me to come on to your podcast. I'm really excited about uh, being part of the sacred space and just um, being able to share, you know, with your listeners and things like that in regards to you know, self-care, self-love, just being an entrepreneur, all that. Like, I'm so loving all of this that you're doing, so I'm glad to be a part of it. I am. Um, I'm honored. Yes. I am Tashi. Of course, I'm from Detroit. Uh, (laughs) I I am a licensed uh, esthetician. I practice holistic skincare. I'm also an herbalist. I do um, Reiki as a Reiki master and um, life coaching. Um, as far as services and things like that that I provide, I do provide natural and organic skincare services, um, yoni steams. Um, I offer classes for herbs, uh, herb first aid kits, herb um, 
steaming for your womb, all different types of herbal education classes. Um, I make herbal teas for pretty much any type of ailment that you can possibly think of. I'm actually drinking some cold tea right now because this weather in Atlanta. I can hear it in your nose. I can hear it in your nose. (laughs) Girl, I'm so congested. My sinuses have been like messing with me so bad for the last couple of days and today I actually feel the best that I felt in the past two days um but it's still just you know it's just still kind of draining a little bit and that's just because like I said the weather is changing so I make herbal teas I do Reiki classes um I do Reiki experiences as well and I also offer coaching so that's just a little bit about me a little um, bit that's a lot what I love is (laughs) when you're on this journey to rediscovering yourself and it, it one of our other practices ruby does like chakra healing and reiki as well and i remember talking to her a uh-huh. couple of weeks ago and she was like i wish everybody could get to the energy level a lot of times we focus on healing from a very mental emotional spiritual place physical place because that's all we know we don't know anything right. about the energetic level of healing it's like i wish people could get here sooner Girl. so as you're moving yeah. along this healing journey you find yourself now incorporating all of that into your business has that been your experience yeah and it's it's really really great like i honestly um when I started the Reiki class, I was doing it and it was just like, okay, I'm going to do it for womb stuff. And girl, uh-uh. it, there's no, there's no like one area for it. You know right. what I mean? Like once you actually start to understand certain things and once you really understand chakras and uh, one of the trainings that I took for my master uh, to get my master certification for Reiki um, it broke down like if your crown chakra is off balance, if it's overactive, these are some of the things. If it's underactive, and it puts so much into perspective. And for me, when I do Reiki on myself, I can I understand like okay, I'm having a little bit of overactive here. I'm having a little underactive here. I'm not balanced here, and it really gives me a really deeper sense of areas in which that I need to you know focus on as far as like balancing myself so that I can be more when it comes to certain things and making decisions and things like that right absolutely because a lot of times especially when we don't know or we're new to the information and we're again Mm -hmm. when we're working on healing we focus on certain areas and we get a sense of relief and we start doing better in maybe, you know, one or two areas of our life, but we can't figure out why we are still struggling. Like, yeah. what am I doing? And so I was telling Ruby, I'm like, oh my God, okay, so I'm finally really getting into the chakras, really getting into Reiki, took yeah. the Reiki one level. And I was, she was like, you didn't do them all at the same time? Mm-mm. No, ma'am, I need to be able to digest yeah, this. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I definitely recommend doing Reiki in, in the in pieces because it's like, it can be overwhelming if you do it all together at one time, mm-hmm. but to really be able to really like get those, that first month of understanding the first part of it, you know what right. I mean? And then the second part, and then when you go, go on to the master level, it's like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. So many people get certifications and things and it's, you know, they, they're offering services or whatever the case may be. But when you have that true, like, I've used this for myself, I understand yes. this for myself. Yes, yes. yes. You are a byproduct of your services. Like, no, I've used these yes. things. I know they work in my life. I know they will yeah. work for you versus just taking it. Like when I first finished the course, 
one of my friend girls was like, are you going to offer that as a service, like, you know, incorporate? I'm like, yeah, at some point. But yeah. at this point yeah. in time, no, absolutely not, because I yeah. don't believe in putting out services and products, especially when you're dealing with healing that you yourself yeah. haven't tried out. You don't, you know, you yeah. haven't like, okay, that worked. That didn't necessarily work. Didn't really like that. Like I went through the whole yeah. period of coming into this enlightened phase, getting into African spirituality, going through hoodoo and uh, Efa and all of that yeah. to come back and go, okay, I like that. That really works well for uh, me. Uh -huh. But that over there, mm -mm, <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to do that. I yeah. mean, it ain't no knock to no one else that does it. It just doesn't yeah. speak to my spirit. It doesn't. It doesn't resonate with, with yeah. me, right? And I, I think sometimes yeah. we, especially when we walk away from religion or we walk away from yeah. belief systems we're just kind of clinging on to like, whatever, let me just grab a hold of something because I don't have anything to hold right. on to right now. So how did you come right. from being raised in Detroit, hair capital, you already know what it is, baby, pimp player, still <laughs> hustling, all of that. Cause people, I know they ask you, cause they ask me, how did you come from this, this, the, the grit and the grind of Detroit and get into you know, holistic care, herbalistic care, Reiki, like, how do you, how do you get there? Well, I, um, so definitely being from Detroit, like everybody around me, like my ex-boyfriend, his mom was a hairstylist, like all through high school, I was in her shop, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to be a hairstylist. My aunt was a hairstylist. Like I had a lot of people around me who did hair, you know? Um, and so of course it was like, the one thing that I can say in my family, although, um, like my mom worked, she was a probation officer, but she had a business. She always had businesses. So entrepreneurship has been something right. that has always you been big, but church was a big thing. Like my mom was really into church and I, my grandma, my grandmother was really into church as well. And so, you know, I had that foundation right. we'll say because I, I don't you know I don't knock religion at all as a great foundation for people um but for me it was like okay I was in church then I started dating one of my um high school boyfriends and he was a Jehovah's Witness mm. and so that was something like yeah totally yeah and I dated him for five years and so I learned a lot and so at that point in my life that's when I started to question religion wow. and some of the practices and things like that because there were so many different things like well if you if if people want to come to God then why are you you know shunning them or condemning them mm -hmm. and so I've always like in the back of my mind I always had questions gotcha. and then I started to find religion for myself as a teen you know coming out of high school going to church on my own and things like that um but I did go to school for cosmetology and um I didn't really like it. Like, I was just like, this is cool, but no. Okay. And so I started to get deeper into skincare. I never was a person that liked to take medicine or anything like that because I always was like, if I'm okay, so let me back up a little bit. My personality as a person, I'm I'm very inquisitive. I'm very why. Why is mm -hmm. this? Yeah. Why yes, is that? Yes. The logic behind so many different things. So mm -hmm. Um, fast forward, like I said, I had, I, I never was one to take medication. Um, 
I I always question like if this is supposed to do this, then why does it produce this? Or, right, right, really right. Why I gotta lose my eye in the process yeah, right? of trying to heal this? <laughs> exactly. And I was never sick coming up, thank God. And really, nobody in my household was ever really sick either. So we never had like a lot of medicine or anything like that in my household. So that was, I guess, a good foundation too, just yeah. because I was never, um, we never, we never had anything really in the house that was medicine. Now that I'm actually really thinking about it. Um, so it, going into that, I, I was into essential oils um, mm. for a really long time. Probably like my, when I first came to Atlanta, that was like 2008. So like 10 years ago, I was always using essential oils for certain things. And um, just furthering education, I went to Aveda for uh, aesthetics with skincare, and they use a lot of natural and organic products. And even just then, just look, I'm very, like I said, I, I want to know why. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? One of my teachers, she was always like, read the ingredients and read the, you need to know. So, grow. Fascination, fascination for the most holistic way to do things, and um, mm. I had I had Dakota at the time, and so anytime that she felt ill, which she didn't get sick often at all ever, um, because I nursed her for almost two years. So <laughs> okay, you are you. <laughs> you know, you already know. I know he still latched on to the titty baby. <laughs> But he's a very healthy yeah, baby. Yeah, she was like super duper healthy. Like the most thing that she had, like she, um, she had an issue with her ears, but it wasn't like she wasn't getting sick. She was never getting any colds or anything like that. Right. And so I always really, really tried to make sure that with her, I was feeding her naturally. You know, making sure she wasn't eating like a lot of candy, sweets, all of that process stuff, and. And when mm -hmm. I started my business, I just really wanted to go into the most natural route um, for things. And then I got off into herbs. So, and then now we're here where I'm just like a powerhouse of like, no, like we don't even have any, we have like, I think I have one little pack of some children's like fever reducer. And I'll always keep that because herbs do work. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. let's have that conversation because I've been there with Malik where I'm like, okay, no, this is not working. Yeah. Like I need a fever reducer or I need an allergy Something. medicine. Yeah, and, and so I'm not um, like totally against those things, especially for like an instant relief type thing because when we have right. little people like Malik is too, Christian is too, you know, mm -hmm. Fever, honestly, to be one hundred percent honest, if you have a fever, and I and I just read up on this because Christian had a fever a couple weeks ago. But when you have a fever, honestly, you don't have to break the fever because then your body will break it on its own, unless of course on it own, reaches right. a certain temperature. And if at a certain mm -hmm. point, then you want to go in and take um, different precautions. But the precautions are like take a bath, take a take a warm you know right. bath or something like that to kind of regulate. Still the very body. natural. Yeah just to regulate the body temperature but for me I just still was like let me just give him a little piece of Tylenol or whatever just to kind of bring it down because he wasn't uncomfortable but I was feeling uncomfortable but I think that that's just right the way that we normally go like we're just like uh-uh I know right I you get to a place where you 
you realize it's not providing the relief that you, you want, want it to. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I, I, I kind of hate about trends and social media. Yeah. It's, it's great to be vegan. It's great to live a holistic life. It's great to use all natural products. But you also have to use common sense and logic. Correct. Correct. And if your child is suffering and the eucalyptus isn't working, so if I'm going to need you to take them to the hospital yeah. or get some you know, medicine that's going to provide relief, like we just found out, because Malik is so pure, uh-huh. as we continue to try out new foods, we rely, oh, he can't have that. Yeah. And he has a reaction. And we, you know, immediately I go to eucalyptus, um, lemongrass, just whatever different oils yeah. that his body responds to. But sometimes he doesn't respond. Yeah. His breathing might get wheezy. And I know yeah. that he's having an allergic reaction. And so I'm not waiting on the eucalyptus. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need this now. Yeah. And, and you know honestly, what I mean? With him being so pure, like, if it's not good for him, he's going to, like, throw it up or, like, poop it out. Yeah. Like, his body is going to respond so quickly to whatever the negative side effect of it is or what the negative um, reaction could be to, like, a medicine mm-hmm. or something like that. Or also, if you give him just a piece of something, it'll instantly help him because he he's not, he's not used to. It. You know what I mean? Like for me, right? I could take a um, Tylenol and I could do like a Tylenol four hundred or two hundred, like something really low, and it'll give me that relief. But some people be like, no, I need like an eight hundred. You know what I mean? But it's depending upon how pure your body is, yeah, right? I, but I don't take medicine, so as soon as I do take something, it instantly works for me because of the simple fact that my body is just like not used to it so um right and and it comes back to the manner in which you have chosen to chosen to incorporate self-care from a very holistic place it's not even necessarily exercise or fitness it's like I'm being mindful of what I'm putting into my body into my children's body and the impact or effect that it has on us um, versus you know the -the over-the-counter route um, which we know, and especially when you have a child that you have breastfed and who has been raised on, you know, very natural products, you can see the difference yeah. in how their bodies respond to things. And so for us, you and I being, you know, in our 30s, it's easier for us to adapt because when I mean, we've been eating the wrong foods for so long, we've been taking yeah. the wrong medicine for so long yeah. that you go, okay, why come this doesn't affect me? Because you have adjusted and adapted. Your body has adapted to the poison, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. And even um, people who have been on, you know, just the natural, you know, and I won't say natural, but what we've been accustomed to, like I have clients that they'll drink the tea and it'll instantly work for them. And they'll be like, wow, I didn't even, like I had a, a, a young lady, she had like a golf ball size bulge underneath her neck you know, and I had, Mm, my brothers had that for years. And I, I made her an inflammation tea and the next day it was gone. (laughs) Like she was like, I can't believe, you know, and I'm just like, you know, these herbs work. You just got to make sure you put the right herbs together. And then, you know, just kind of have that mentality to know that it's going to work for you. It's going to work. Right. 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 It's crazy how, I mean, they're herbs. They're herbs. Yeah. How far away we've gotten from using Mother Nature mm-hmm. to take care of ourselves. And we will look at people like, you're doing what? Yeah. I'm like, girl, this grows in the ground. What are you talking about? Like, you're going to go get medicine off the counter that you have no idea Absolutely. what is in that. Yep. <laughs> um, 
And so it's, it's, you know, it's retraining your mind. And you say you're, you know, you're someone that's never taken medicine, but for people who are accustomed to going to get a pill or going to get a, you know, a syrup um, to, you know, medicate whatever symptom that they're having, how do you retrain the mind to not seek that instant gratification yeah. that we feel like medication gives us? And, some, and that's the, the, the thing about it is, to be 100% honest, it's all mental. It's all in your mind. Because mm-hmm. I had a friend who she swore by, I need to take medicine because my cramps are so bad. And I can't, you know, the tea is not going to help. I've, I've done drank teas, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And so um, I had her over one day and I made her a tea. And um, she had been at my house for like a whole half a day. And we, you know, we had just been drinking tea throughout the day, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know what? I really like, she was on her cycle. So she, but she's normally like really crampy, really. And she was just like, I'm going to just say this and then I'm going to go ahead and go. And I'm like, what you going to say? She's like, I'm going to go ahead and order me some of that tea because I've been here all day (laughs) and I haven't been feeling, you know, any type of way. And it's just like, you know, sometimes we put ourselves in that mental state. And that's what I was, I, I was oh, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to, um, you know, because I homeschool the kids too. And so just trying to reshift their thought process of people think that this is supposed to feel this way. And so automatically in your mind, you're like, oh, pain is associated this is how with I feel. this. Yeah, pain is associated with this. So therefore, I'm in pain. And it's like, are you in pain or you just think that you're in pain? Projecting that. Yeah. Or have you just kind of like put that on yourself? Just like I was, I've been reading this um, Eckhart Tolle, um, what is it? The, uh, is it the power of now? Yeah. Power of now. Yeah. Yeah. I've been reading that and then like following Oprah's um, podcast or whatever. And one of the things inside of the book, it was basically talking about how people, you know, when you, when you get a diagnosis, you all yes. of a sudden become this thing. And it's like, thing. Yes. you've been yes. fine yes. all of this time. And then now all of a sudden the doctor said that you have X, Y, and Z. Now all of a sudden you have these symptoms of it. Or mm-hmm. even with cancer, how he was saying, like people people will say, oh, I got stage four cancer. And they, they die within a couple of weeks because you've, you've mentally put yourself in you this mentally sick state of mind. And so mm-hmm. if you have let that overcome you then you have I tell my clients all the time go to the doctor use the doctor for their resources if they say you have fibroids if they say you have this if they say you have that okay thank you for the information thank you for using your technology to let me know what's going on and then let's right, get the diagnosis out, right and then let's figure out what what we can do for you I have so many clients that have come to me that have said I got an ultrasound and x y and z Okay, the first thing that I say to them is that we're not claiming that. You're not going right. to speak, speak that over yourself. This is what the doctor said, and this is what we're going to do to help you with that. Now, by all means, if there's something that is truly, truly visible or truly, truly there, and it needs to be addressed in a different way, then, of course, you know, utilize whatever it right. is that you need a- to again, utilize. Again, coming back to <laughs> using logic and common sense. Yeah. Like my <laughs> uncle was diagnosed maybe over over a year now maybe a year and a half he was diagnosed with cancer and he's one of them old players he just <laughs> he's lived his life the same way 
for 20, 30 years. He goes to work. He comes home from work. He goes in the basement. We have basements in Michigan. Mm -hmm. For those of you listening in from the South, we have basements. Um, He smokes him a little cannabis. He plays the PlayStation. And this has been his life since I was probably 13 years old. And, I mean, nothing has changed about it. So when they told him that he had cancer, because I love that you brought that up, he didn't succumb to I have cancer. He never changed anything about how he was living. Yeah. He continued to live as though he didn't have it. And if you said, hey, Unc, I heard you got cancer, who? Right. Oh, no, I ain't got it. No, I don't have that. And when right. I, you see him now, and I've seen him, and he's had radiation, he's had chemo, he's had all of these treatments. And if you go and see, you're like, you what? He not, he, he doesn't behave sick, he doesn't speak sick, he doesn't look sick. And I think that is, I don't think I know that was the determining factor in why he is still alive. Yeah. He is still doing well. You know, of course, there's, it's taken a toll on his body to one degree or another because he has taken Western medication. Oh, yeah. yeah, yep. But the reality is even with taking Western medication because it didn't mentally take him out, yeah. he is still physically here with us. Yeah. I, I don't know that we recognize that. And the, and the Bible says this, so I'm going to need y'all Christian folk to hear this. The yeah. power of life and death is in, in the, the tongue. tongue. Yeah, absolutely. And what that, we speak over our lives. And so that brings me to a good point. And then we, we've talked about this type of stuff before, um, about how, like, like I was saying before, like, religion is a great foundation for, like, coming into spirituality and, like, coming into a different side of things with spirituality because the Bible just means something totally different now. You know what I mean? Like, you look at it, it and is. read it, and you listen to, you know, what certain things, and then you're like, oh, yeah, we've been saying these things all this time, but this mm-hmm. is really, you know what I mean? It really what makes it sense. And you look in the Bible, and you see people conceiving children in the ages of 400, you know, all of these hundreds of years old and it would be outrageous to us today (laughs) yeah and it's just like you know that was real why because they was taking care of themselves and they were you know eating off the land and they were doing different things that were you know giving them longevity in the way in which that they live and for me it's so big that I continue to to try to, you know, try to do the best that I can with living this life as holistic as possible. Because if I can extend my life a little bit longer, I'm going to do that. If I can help people extend their lives longer, then I'm going to do that as well. If I can help my children extend their lives to where they can help their children extend their lives, that is what I'm here to do. And, um, you know, herbal healing and stuff like that, like, it's so easy. It's like, I would much rather... Like, you can combine a plethora of herbs together for many different ailments and be fine with the one tea versus taking a whole bunch of supplements or a whole bunch, a whole of, bunch of, right. you know. Right. Are you, are you are, do you come from the era in time, I know you're a little bit younger than me, but I come from the era in time where my grandmother, my great-grandmother always had a basket of pills in the kitchen. Well, see, yeah, my great-grandmother, she used to live with us and, um, now, the one thing about my family, unfortunately, is I don't have a lot of experience with, like, grandparents and stuff like that. Because my grand- gotcha. my mother's mother was schizophrenic, so she was always, like, in a home or in the hospital. And right. her mother, my great-grandmother, she used to live down here, coincidentally, in Atlanta. And then she came to Michigan 
um, for a little bit of time. And she lived with us for a period of time. Um, but then mm-hmm. she passed away. So, but she was like, I think she had just turned like 90 or like high 80s so, when she passed. But still, ride. she she lived a pretty long life, but she, um, at you know, towards the end, she did. She had so much medicine. And I was just like, man, like I just couldn't imagine. And that was, that was honestly probably when I saw the most medicine ever in my household because again we never had medications and so my mom was always trying to you know use Mrs. Dash instead of the you know that type of thing or whatever to where she wasn't having so much having to take so many medications um but yeah my my great-grandmother was the only person I've ever witnessed to have to take a whole lot of medicine but she had so much so much stuff and I was just like dang he like (laughs) it's just it's crazy yeah Right. I think we you we become comfortable, we become attached to the way of life that was shown to yeah. us. And we were you were getting ready to go into, you know, how sometimes it's so difficult for people to let go of a lifestyle when you're like oh, herbal healing healing is so easy. I was just reading this morning, I'm reading it for the second time. It's called The Five Levels of Attachment mm-hmm. um, by Don Miguel Ruiz Junior. Um, and he talks about how, like, it's a very uncomfortable space for people to let go of what they always have known, right. whether it's good, bad, ugly, and or different. Like, you know that McDonald's doesn't taste the same way it did when we were mm-hmm. kids. You know that this food is disgusting and that you're in the bathroom sick to your stomach after eating Taco mm-hmm. Bell. But I've been doing for this so this way. I've been trashing my body yeah forever and that instant gratification that I get from eating or from buying spending being with this person whatever it is because it goes across all planes okay (laughs) we don't we're so attached to this level of comfortability I'm comfortable here so, you know, even though I'm comfortable, it's pay- you're comfortable in pain. Yeah. Okay. And so, and, and so that's like that. Have you read the um, power of now? Have you read that book? I haven't. I okay. haven't. No, I you, haven't. that's funny that you say that because that, that is one of the um, chapters is called the pain body. And it talks about how mm-hmm. we're so comfortable, just dysfunction and, and, uh, you know, and it's just, it's all of those things that, you know, that they talked about in the four agreements where we are so used mm-hmm. to, you know, these things, these are, these agreements that we've held on to. This is supposed to be like this. This is love. This is that, that, that. And so you talk right. about self-care a lot and you posted something the other day about self-care and, it, and what it includes. And so a friend of mine, it was in December, we were talking, we had been talking about self-care for quite a bit of time or whatever, but we had to switch it around. And so instead of self-care, self-love, like you love yourself, do you put yourself in situations where people talk to you crazy? Well, do you put yourselves in situations to where, you know, you're giving, 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 and you're not receiving? Do you, uh, do you talk about people? Do you gossip? You know what I mean? Are you watching right. drama on TV? Is that all of the stuff? Like, um, self-love for me, like self-care is, 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 is the time that I take with myself and everything like that but that self-love is like overpowering the self-care because if I don't love myself I can't care for myself and right 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 
and I had a client the other day who um she was just like she I mean she she, and it's funny because I have this uh, vision board right here that I'm looking at on my wall and it's it's talking about how your cup runneth over and so she said she she I mean she was like you know you can't pour from I had said you can't pour from an empty cup she said I don't even want to pour when my cup is full. I want to pour Come on, when my cup is overflowing. It's running over. Okay, because it's the overflow. Okay, it's the overflow <laughs> that I get, and I had to learn that too because I was like, I don't pour from an empty cup. I pour from a full cup. No, baby. No. I need my cup to remain full. Okay. I need to give you the overflow, overflow honey. When she of said what that, I have. I like the fallout when she said that. I'm like, okay. But it comes back to the attachments, Tashi, where yeah. we are so hell bent on holding on to our definition of things that do not serve us if this doesn't serve you anymore or you have to be honest enough to say listen I don't even know what self-love means I ain't see it with my mama I ain't see it with my daddy I ain't see it with my sisters brothers because I don't know what self-care means I was it last week or week before last I made a post and I asked sisters to drop their links if they had a business that was center focused on self-care and I, you know it already. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just hair bundles, hair bundles, mm-hmm. hair bundles, hair bundles, makeup, all of these external things. And I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. We don't even yeah, know what self-care it. is. Yeah. We don't know what self-love. We don't know. I'm talking about the internal. I'm not talking yeah. about the external. Because going to get your hair done, going to get your nails done, you know, all of these nice things that feel good, facials, yoni, all this stuff feels good. And some of it is actually absolutely necessary for your well-being. Yeah. But I'm talking about your, the, your mental well-being, yeah. your spiritual well-being. Yeah. How are you taking care of yourself from within? Yeah. We have no idea. Yeah. I mean, no, no idea at all, but we're not willing to redefine find it yeah it takes a lot a lot of people don't really understand like and and I one of the things that you know that I just I think you're like superwoman times a thousand thank you I'm not but thank you (laughs) but no I just I just people don't understand like when you're healing it's it's so ugly you have to face so many different things and so when you went back to Detroit about yourself though (laughs) yeah but but it was like when you went to Detroit you were right before you were leaving to go to Detroit um and it Mm -hmm. was just like I just was like damn she I don't know if I would be able to do that but it's just it's those things like sometimes we have to be at a place just like okay what's up like what do I need what what do I need to address who you know what what let and this is looking in the mirror talking to yourself and saying okay girl what is it and a lot of people don't want to face that because so many things come to surface things that they that that, you know that you you know hid under the rock and ain't nobody none of that stuff only you know and that's fine if you have these ugly things that are in your closet but peace for me is so much better than trying to hide anything trying to mask anything or trying to you know be something that I'm not and when I have and I'm I'm still I still have to take that look in that reflective look okay okay you need to work on this and you need to work on that like I'm not perfect I'm still you know, growing in a sense and still healing or whatever. But I, 
it's it's hard to take that first step but when you take that step and you start to get that sense of relief and you start to let go of things that have been paining you for so long like you you know I read that that four agreements book and it and I let justice who is my 15 year old read it as well because I want her at 15 years old to be able to release all of that stuff and not hold on to certain things or whatever so she can be a powerful woman because I'm 31 and I'm trying to re you know I'm I'm rebuilding myself I'm creating a whole different individual you know letting go of trauma letting go of what somebody said to me and all of this other type of stuff whatever like if we can grow our children now and grow ourselves now the the latter half of our life will be so much better because we're not holding on to so many things that are just that don't even matter anyway, you know? Right, um, right. Well, it's definitely one of those things where, first of all, once you realize you have been chosen who? to break generational cycles within your family, it's, 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 it's a hell of a burden, but it's Baby. a hell of a blessing at the same time. Yes. Um, once you make the choice that you have, you, 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 okay, I, I commit to this, I'm invested in this, I'm invested yes. in the healing process, um, you know, whatever it is that you would have for me, God, you know, continue to show me. And, and then you start doing the work on yourself, you yeah. realize that, A, healing comes in layers. Ooh, yes. And it will constantly be revealed to you as you're ready to go deeper in that journey. And then you can transfer that wisdom and that knowledge to your children. Obviously, they still have their own journey. You know, sometimes it happens, very fast for them that they gravitate to the information. And sometimes, you know, they, it, it takes them a minute, obviously through life experience, but I realized that this is a part of the gift uh-huh. is being able to pass it because that's, that's it's ultimately that's how trauma and this dysfunction is passed, it's passed through energy, you know, it's passed through the wound. So if I can pass this positive light, if I can pass this healing light, if I can pass this right. love, if I can pass this breaking down of barriers onto them, then they can do it for their children and they can do it for their children. And they can, and now we, we break that down in the lineage. Otherwise we just pass in pain. Right. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's it. But it, it, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not easy. It's not easy no. at all. It's, it's not, not. It, it's a hell of a journey. Uh, you know, to continue to support this podcast, we would love for you guys to make a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, our sisterhood community, so that we can continue to donate to one family per month um, in their time of need. We want to thank you in advance. You can donate for as little as 99 cents per month, www.anchor.fm backslash the sacred space. Tasha, I'm so excited to have you on the show because it's you know, we all are going through different levels of healing and we all have yeah. been given this gift. I think each one of our gifts is almost, it's not necessarily always a gift to other people. It's a gift to ourselves as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a absolutely. gift to our families and you've been blessed with these hands and this heart and this mind to be able to create in a manner that does give the gift of healing to other people. Um, I think it's phenomenal that you're even walking in your gift. I've seen you shift the last couple of months from going about your business in one method. And it wasn't that you, that you aren't doing the same thing that you're doing today, but you, I, I believe you see it through different eyes today. Yeah, you absolutely. understand your purpose far much uh, clearer. 
than yeah. you probably did, you know, a year or so ago with Give Me Face. Um, yeah. And so tell our viewers where they can find you at online and how they can, you know, connect with you, how they can be healed by Tashi. Yay. <laughs> so essentially that is my brand. It's Healed by Tashi, H-E-A-L-E-I-T-A-I. That is my Instagram. Um, the website is www.healedbytashi.com. And um, Facebook still is under Give Me Face. I am trying. I'm trying to fix that. I don't know. It's not allowing me to do that. I've reached out to them. So as of now, um, it's still under Give Me Face, INC. Um, I do a lot of things in the community uh, as well for my the West End area and I also do services in the Edgewood area, Lawrenceville and Stone Mountain so feel free to reach out to me at any time you know with questions in regards to services and um, you know classes also um, I do bag lunches for the homeless every month and I want to get more people involved in that it's usually just me and my kids. We make bag lunches, a hundred of them uh, minimum, and we just take them and, you know, drive around downtown and pass them out. Um, and with the West End, there's so many homeless people in that general yeah, area. Um, so I'm actually excited to be in that location um, because it seems like as soon as I stepped foot in the building, I just felt a sense of like, this is it. This is home, you know? Right. Um, and I saw last Sunday, I was over there. They had like a little church service in the parking lot, the Wells Fargo. And they were, you know, giving out food and stuff like that. And it just made my heart just so happy because, you know, we got to. I posted something yesterday about, you know, society, you know, we are society. We are the community. Right. We as are... much as we complain, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are those things. And so it's like you have we have to feed into, you know, our sisters, our brothers, our neighborhoods, all of this stuff, whatever. And it just makes for different, you know, community different types of community. And so I'm blessed to be able to be in that location uh, because I, I see the growth. I see the potential of what it could be. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be in, in the inner city now. So I love it. Congratulations on the new uh, space. Your state, you. It's your sacred space now. So what is yes. that? When you hear the term the sacred space, what does that mean to you? Because it means so much. It's different for everybody. Yeah. So sacred space to me, um, honestly, it just, it's, it's like something that is your own and like where you feel, uh, comfortable, where you feel at peace. Um, I used your term a couple of days ago. I was talking to a friend of mine in regards to some different things she had going on. And I told her, I said, your home needs to be your sacred space. Yes, when you leave about of your household you have to deal with so many different things and so for me that sacred space is it could be a, a room in your house it could be your entire home or like for me my business whatever it is but a place that you feel that that you can call your own that you can cry in laugh in whatever and and feel at complete peace without any type of you know frustration and you kind of control the energy that go on in it and all of that. So mm -hmm. just really just a, a place to, you know, just 
you just feel like a like serenity serene you know so that's that's what I think of when I think of a sacred space I think of just something it is it's definitely an extension to um it's an extension of self-care for me as far as the space itself you know of course what is sacred is me my heart my mind my body my spirit and then we start looking at you know the again the extensions my prayer altar like you said my business my home you know everything in your life um, that is good that is you know worthy of of love and attention should be sacred to you you know, yep. you should protect it at all costs. Like you said, being able to control the environment, control the energy that is coming in and out, um, not only for your state, but for your children as well. Yes. My, one of my last questions for you is, and uh, both of us being moms, both of us being entrepreneurs, but the, both of us also being single, unless you ain't told me something. Um, <laughs> ma'am. How important do you think, right, girl, listen, I'm okay, though. I'm okay, though. I'm okay, though. I'm not, like, this is a different journey. When you learn how to be single and healing versus single and bitter, oh, my God, yeah. like, being single is really not a bad thing. It feels um, good, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I know in time I will be ready to do all of that dating again, but right now I'm just too much enjoying learning and loving on Tara and I don't really want to yeah. share my space with you <laughs> so Absolutely. I'm okay with that <laughs> um how important do you think having the sacred space is to self-care self-love motherhood being an entrepreneur like is it vital to you that you have this space is it vital to you that you take care of yourself and love on yourself um absolutely and I think that um like one of the questions that you had on the thing was talking about just like a time that I, I didn't have that sacred space. Mm-hmm. I I kind of reflect on that um, quite often and not as a, you know, thing to beat myself up or anything like that, but just to, as a comparison, if I ever start to feel down or whatever the case may be, like there was a time where I was extremely depressed. Like I didn't want to move. Like I would get food for the kids and come back into my room and just be right. in my room. Bare just, minimum. You know, yeah, like, and that was, that was, that was not cool for anybody. It wasn't cool for myself. It wasn't cool for the children. And so I have my days, of course, but having that, knowing how to have that self care, self love component, it just makes everything so much better. Like, I feel like I'm a better mother. I feel like I'm a better businesswoman. I'm more understanding. I'm more compassionate. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that we talked about. Um, before and I just see things through different you know like you said with a different lens this time around like I feel like I'm grateful Um, you know I called you you know when I was having that moment and one thing you were just saying was just like you know have gratitude and I cried in gratitude thank you thank you like I was so thankful for that because I know that there has been times where I've been in in worse mental spaces and I wouldn't have been able to handle some of the things that I can handle now if mentally I wasn't where I am currently and so uh, but that came from self-love it came from self-care taking the time to say you know what no don't take this personal it's not even about you or you know be thankful take the lesson in the situation Um, Mm -hmm. now that I can see things in a different way and now that I have kind of healed myself to a certain degree things don't 
affect me the same. So therefore, yes, you know, it's not taking over my whole day. Sometimes one thing could happen and we and then our whole day will be, you know, altered because of this one thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And so now being in this better space mentally and um, knowing you know, when to say, you know what, I'm not having this conversation or, you know what, I'm not doing this or, you know, let me take 10 minutes. I'm not answering the phone right now. You know, those type of things and unapologetically doing things for yourself and not having to, um, like you were like, I I wasn't calling you yesterday and I, and I didn't have to explain that. And I didn't take that personal, you know what I mean? But I understood that is your space. So us being able to set those boundaries per se, um, in self-care so I'm so excited in a better place as a person as a you know businesswoman Absolutely. everything because I set those boundaries uh, for myself for my children the people that I allow to be around my children the things that I allow for them to come in contact with um, you know business wise I don't even have any issues with clients or anything like that because I attract what it is that I'm putting out there and I think that you know in me taking care of myself and knowing what I need, I'm able to attract those things better. Um, so I'm, I, I think that the importance of it is just to really recognize what is it that you need for self-care, what boundaries you need to set, and actually setting those boundaries without having any apologies in regards to them. Um, therapy was one thing that you had on here, and I wanted to say, I wanted to say that that is something that is super duper Ooper duper. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't follow the guideline today. We just jumped on in, but that's okay. Yeah, but I I wanted to say that you know so many people are embarrassed or whatever the case may be to talk to a therapist or talk to somebody in regards to what it is that they're going. And if I didn't have people like you or on the level spiritually and mentally on this heal journey, I wouldn't be able to handle some of the stuff that I'm going through and so I think that therapy is very important I think that being able to kind of step outside of whatever it is that you have going on and asking yourself if I talk to somebody will this make it better or it will holding it in make it better and making the mm, that. I like that um, yeah I just you know I want people to understand that it's okay to be transparent it's okay to you know for people to kind of see you sweat a little bit and not absolutely. so much, absolutely. Of, you know, that's one of the most just, powerful things in my journey has been to be transparent and it doesn't work for everybody. And so I don't suggest that you get out there and you be uh, Tara Jackson because I'm very, very <laughs> transparent, but I have found yeah. power in the darkness. A lot of people yeah. are looking for the light in which yep. to find their power. And I just so happen to be somebody who's found power in the darkness um, yeah. I love what you said about, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't affect me the same way. I heard one of our tribe sisters, Ruby D, say on a uh, Facebook Live the other day that I still experience pain and sorrow and heartache and disappointment, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. my happiness is mm-hmm. so much stronger today due to self-care, okay. due to self-love, that those things <laughs> don't, they don't sway me. Nope. I'm, I may feel them for the moment. Girl. I may process what is going on with me, but it is not days, weeks, months, and years that yeah. I'm holding. Yeah. I, like, I reflect yeah. and release. 
reflect yep. and release, which sometimes yep. can make you feel like, damn, where am I going in this world? Because you're constantly evolving forward. You're not sitting in one space for long periods of time. So it can make you feel like you're lost. But reality yeah. is that you're just growing because you have the ability to reflect and say, okay, how much time and energy am I going to spend here? Okay, I'm yeah. not going to do none. And you yeah. on to the next one versus who you used to be and you be all damn week. Yeah. You know. And a whole week done passed by. A whole week done passed by. Right. <laughs> so it, 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 it definitely is some, a new space to be in. You have to learn how to be there and not judge yourself for yes. Like, where am I going in life? What's going on? I don't feel like I have direction. It's not really that. It's just that you, you're growing and you've learned to let go. Oh, I really love that. I really love that you are going to be a part of the Sacred Space Retreat this coming June 28th to the 30th. Tashi is so going excited. to be providing um, insight and education on wound care, wound wellness through Yoni themes. Uh, reflexology, just being there and being who you are. You have such a great energy, a great vibe. I know you're going to bring so many, many, many words of wisdom, just everything that's sacred about you. Um, I love it because I believe that self-care and self-love, if we do it for ourselves, we create these circles and tribes of women who ultimately my goal is that if if we can show sisters how to love themselves, they can love them babies. They can love them babies. Yes. They can love them babies. Yes. They can make yes. better decisions with men and they're not having all of these babies, you know, and being left to raise them alone. I know that there's going to be that shift. I know that women are going to start living their best lives and really attracting success in their yes. lives from all levels. And so, I, I want to thank you for being one of our tribe sisters. I want to thank you for joining us in the sacred space. Um, do you have any other events going on besides the retreat? What's coming up for you? Um, as of now, no, I don't have anything yet. Okay. I am planning for a, a nice little event is actually going to be um, a little spin on it. So I'll po I'll give you information as it comes about. I just need to secure location first. But yeah, as of now, I'm just kind of riding a wave. I have so I'm kind of. Well, you're flowing. You have a new location. <laughs> um, you can find Tassie on the West End in Atlanta. Um, yes. I know I've seen some specials you had going on. I'm sure that you're going to do yes. a, 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 a soft launch, a big launch. Yes. Um, God just really gave that to you in the midst of transition. Like, here you go. Yeah. There, there you go. Girl. Um, yeah. So still taking that all in and there is nothing wrong with taking your time with it and seeing, you know, okay, yes. what, 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 what are we doing here? Oh, congratulations yes. on that. Thank you for joining Thank us you. in the sacred space. We appreciate your love and support. You guys tune in this coming Thursday for our Valentine's Day special um, episode of the sacred space we're going to be talking to yoga certified yoga instructor another one of our tribe sisters we're going Yay. to be talking to ashley harris Ashley's going to be talking to us about using yoga to heal the womb if you've had traumatic experiences domestic violence sexual assault uh, miscarriages, abortions, things of that nature, you are holding trauma in your womb. And so we're going to talk to Ashley about how to release. Um, 
Thank you for joining us in the sacred space where sisterhood and intimate conversation ignite spiritual transformation. I am your host, Tara Jackson. She is my guest, Tashi Nicole. You guys have a great week.